Today's show is pre-recorded. Like a million bucks, bucks, things in its cups. Mm-hmm. Y'all tell me who could it be for Steve Harvey? Oh, yeah. Listen to me. Mm-hmm. Put your hands together for Steve Harvey. Put your hands together. show will good morning everybody you are listening to the voice come on dig me now one and only steve harvey got a radio show i say it every day because god been good to me god has done some things in my life that's been truly been just amazing and really amazing ain't even really the word I don't, they don't really have a word for what he's done for me i'm just out of superlatives that's why i say it every day steve harvey got a radio show because god is in the blessing business yeah, he is. God, God can help you turn your life around. Did you hear me? God can help you turn your life around. Whatever you're going through, God has an answer for it. See, but it's the going through that gets us, though, ain't it? Because I was having a moment yesterday, and I sat my wife down. I said, baby, I just need to talk to you. I'm going through a little bit right now. I just wanted to share, which I'm a little down right now. And my wife reminded me. She just reminded me. Just, see, this is what all. Man, that's what a, a, a good mate does. A, a, a good mate reminds you just of things that sometimes you forget when you get off track. Because, you know, I, I consider myself a, a motivational type person. I, I try to listen to people and then give them something I've learned along the way on this journey I've been on. I try to give a person a takeaway. But even being that person, sometimes I get off track myself. I get a little uh, a little low sometimes, you know, I get a little down. Sometimes I sometimes I forget some of the stuff I say. It ain't that I forget it, I guess I just get caught up in the grind of doing it. And sometimes I get, I get a little off course and I forget some of the things. And my wife or a mate is can be good for you to remind you. And she just says, Steve, God got us. 
she said, have you ever noticed that every time you get in a spot, and she say, and I, and I know how you must feel because you out here working, and, and, and you keep turning around and, 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 and old stuff keep popping up and you get a call from your accountant and here this done went wrong and that done went, you steady trying to fix it, but you steady going, wow, man, what is this? She say, but you ever notice he always, always, no matter what, provide a way and he ain't ever too late. Oh, you might be going, the deadline is approaching. The deadline can come and pass, but then they have a grace period for you. And then sometimes, man, it's just you go down there after the grace period and they take the payment anyway and you're good anyway. But see, ain't that God bringing you through it? It may not be when you want it, but he right on time. Just before you get put out, just before they turn. Maybe they cut the lights off, but you get it back on just for company come or just before the weekend get here. See, he always comes through for you. And she had to remind me of that. What you're going through is necessary. Look, circumstance and hardships and pitfalls are always untimely. If you keep the law of attraction in play, if you keep believing that that's, that he going to see you through this, just like he do when you don't believe it. That's what the cold part is, though, ain't it? Ain't God brought you through even when you didn't really have the faith to say he was going to bring you through. But because of grace and mercy, he brought you through anyway. But because you forgot to thank him or you didn't pay attention to the come through, you just was telling people, oh, man, if you'd have seen me, it was so jacked up. Man, I was so turned up. I ain't know what I was going to do. I almost got put out. I was going to see, key word, almost. You forgot that part right there. And then I was, it looked like I won, man. And it seemed like every month I go through this same thing. And then, then somebody ought to just say, did you pay it? Yeah, I paid it. Did you get put out? No, I'm cool. See, some, so you need somebody on your shoulder to say that to you. And then you need somebody on, on, to come right behind him and go, man, ain't God good. Really, man, that, that's how this works. See, you, you keep getting in situations, but he keep getting you out. Now, if you jump, look, listen to me. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's say you in a frying pan in the skillet, and the oil is up, and you in that frying, and you uncomfortable being fried. God somehow, or let's just say you managed to get out of the hot grease in the frying pan, and you standing there next to the skillet, Looking at the fire, continue to heat the grease. You get out, and then for some unexplainable reason, you dives right on back in there. Ain't that how we usually do it? I'm just asking you. God gets you away from the man you've been asking to get away from. Then you go right back over there and start seeing him again. It's amazing how many times God get us out the fire and we walks right back in there. Ain't it amazing, man? I mean, really, man, see, this is how I break life down for me so I don't get over here stuck on stupid with myself and then get to doing something ignorant like blaming God when really, man, God has given us as human beings the power of decision, and we all make decisions. How many times, man? See, sometimes it's a blessing in getting locked up. You can ask a lot of cats I know, man, to tell you. It was a blessing for me, man, because I was just headed the wrong way steady, but he locked me up, set me down, made me miss my family, miss being out here being a free man, made me realize that my family was important, made me, man, really see this girl for what she was. When I get out, man, I'm on the straight and narrow. 
Well, then when you get out, though, see, you can't be talking about, no, oh, man, I can't find no job. Now I'm going to go and do what I got to do. No, 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 partner. You got to do now what you're supposed to do. See, that don't do what you got to do got you in trouble in the first place. See, everybody, see, see, the hood got a lot of ignorant rules we done created. I got to do what I got to do. I got to feed my family. Well, only reason you got to do what you got to do is because you didn't do what you were supposed to do. See, if you just went on to school, like your mama kept telling you. Oh, man, I was watching 48 Hours yesterday, and a dude named Nesto was on there. And Nesto, Latino dude, said, man, my mother told me to quit hanging with these guys. They were going to nothing but trouble. I should have listened to her. He doing 30 years right now. You can't blame God. That's why I talk to myself this way. So I don't get stupid and start shifting the blame the wrong way when it's really on me. How many times has God got you out of something and you walk right back into it? Man, why don't you take these blessings God give you and go on about your business? That'd be the best way to do it, don't you think? I, that's what I think. So I thank God for my wife for reminding me that God got us anyway, that God going to pull you through anyway, that have you noticed, Steve, we ain't lost a beat. Oh, I know it's hard out here, but really you ain't lost a beat. You still moving forward. You still dressing nice. You still look good when you come into that job. Everybody don't got to know you. your house is in bad shape and all that. God got you, man. If you just hold your head up, man, quit complaining all the time about what you ain't got. And as in the words of my daddy, Slick Harvey, stop talking about what you ain't got and take a good look at what you do got. That's improper grammar, but that always stuck with me, and maybe it'll stick with you. Quit talking about it and looking at what you ain't got. Take a good look at what you do got. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, let me have your attention, please. Today is a very, very important show, folks. It'll be uh, unlike some of the other shows, so let me have a more solemn tone. The reason I'm having this solemn tone is simply because this is the only moment in this show where I will have this tone. Because the rest of the time, we won't act a damn fool, (laughs) and we don't want nothing in the way of it. All this in here, sad, sad, sad. People getting their ass arrested. It's got, things is looking up. Ladies and gentlemen, Steve Harvey Morning Show. Shirley Strawberry. Hey, good morning, Steve. Happy Friday to you. You know, Carla for real. Hey, what's up, Steve? What's up, Steve? I said Junior. Oh, yeah. Uh-uh. She did a Jodice. And J. Anthony Brown. What's up, Steve Harvey? Nephew. Tommy, Uncle Steve, <laughs> and Mississippi Monica. Is she slick? Mm. Girl, what happened yeah. in the morning? That's, right. that's, that's why she ain't a regular. We ain't yeah. going nowhere, but it's Friday. No, you ain't going nowhere. I don't even see why you make the announcement. Well, it's Mother's know. Day weekend. Mm. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah. That's, that's, that's good. good. That's sure good. is. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. But you know what Tommy always says? What? <laughs> Around Mother's, Mother's Day. Day. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we you go give, through this every you year. Give you give your mother something. Yeah. I get my mama. Yeah. I'm going to take care of my mama, but but Jackie ain't my mama, though. <laughs> See? Mm-hmm. What, what That's the that? kids' mama. Now, now they want to get her something. Huh? She is their mother. <laughs> yes. The Mother's Day is for mothers. Okay, yes. well, I'm taking care of my mama. 
Well, she's a mother of the your mother. children. Yes, hello. And my children. children should do something for their mother. And let me okay. just say this. I'm on Team Tommy, but let me say this. If you don't get a gift, mother will be something you'll hear in that house. <laughs> you, you, I love it. Thank you. As Steve. a prefix. <laughs> <laughs> so, Steve, you all, you straight? Because you're the best gift giver. You know that. Yeah, it's gonna be a little different this year, but it's gonna be it's gonna be good. It's gonna be nice. Uh, you know, yeah. ain't nobody moving around, so you know. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think mothers and wives and the ladies in your life they understand that. Of course. No, they we don't. Understand. No, they don't. Just a little bit. We yeah. understand. Yeah. We, we understand it, but we know that you'll make it up. Yeah. See right there, right there. There is no conditions. understanding, fellas, yes. fellas, yeah. fellas, for this Mother's Day. That's understanding. <laughs> really, Jay? <laughs> we and then, go here. Man, <laughs> we can't go nowhere, baby. Then we go here. <laughs> One of my daughters, two of them don't have children, right? Mm-hmm. So they tell me, Dad, you have to give Morgan and Carly something for Mother's Day. And I went. Your daughters. I went. No, no, no. Be right there. Morgan and Carly are married. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I'm out of that. Yeah, you're out of that. My little girl told me, no, Dad, you have to, they have to give them something coming. for Mother's Day because they're mothers. I said, are you getting them mothers, something for Mother's Day? I, don't, I hadn't thought of that. I said, well, quit thinking of it for me then. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right, listen, coming up in 32 minutes after the hour, some trending political news for you. More states are reopening today. We'll talk about it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. In today's trending headlines, stay-at-home or shelter-in-place orders around the country are being lifted today in some states like California, like Arizona, and uh, extended in others like Michigan as the coronavirus pandemic continues to uh, upend life as we know it. More than 73,000 Americans have died. That's a big number oh, right that's there. Unbelievable. That's a big number. How many, Shirley? More than 73,000, Steve, and it's creeping up. Yeah, unfortunately. Millions of people have filed for unemployment. Uh, they're worrying about the economy and people's mental health. They're raising, that's raising questions. When will things go back to normal? Uh, And what will that normal look like when it does? What will that look like? President Trump is scaling back the White House, CDC, and Coronavirus Task Force uh, daily briefings and limiting Dr. Fauci's appearances, even though yesterday the president's personal valet tested positive for COVID-19. The personal valet works in the West Wing and serves the president's his his meals, and uh, he does that among other duties. Wow, that's pretty close right there. Close. He over the hamburgers. That's very close. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He over what, Tommy? All the McDonald's hamburgers, he over that. That's what he over. <laughs> and the president still does. isn't wearing a mask Yeah. No, he's not. He mm-hmm. met with the governor of Texas yesterday. Mm-hmm. No mask. And neither did the governor have one. He went because to the mask factory. No happened to them. Yeah, in Arizona. Yeah, right. Right, right. off in there. They had one. They could have passed him one. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Come on, Jim. <laughs> yeah. Didn't take it. Wow, this is unbelievable, though, guys. Yeah, that we are. Every here. day is something else with this guy, man. Every yeah. day, every yeah. day. Is this the beginning of the end for him? Does it? Well, it's if looking people don't like get out that, and vote, Steve. if they don't get out and vote, he'll be yeah. right back in there. We right. really got to get out and vote this time. I, I don't. Um, you know what? Um, I guess looking like that, but we don't know. Who can tell? 
it's it's mm. looking like he won't make it. It's looking like it's the beginning of the end of his presidency, perhaps. Mm-hmm. You know? I mean, it, it was looking like he wasn't gonna make it the first time that he in. Yeah, but um, I, I don't I don't care about no polls. Mm-hmm. I don't care about how it look. If we don't get out to vote, let me tell you what's going to happen. He gonna get in again. Yes, mm-hmm. I agree. And he's yep. going to finish. And 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 now watch this here. Since he won't need the African-American vote no more, there will be no more discussions with black people. So all the happy ones that's up there talking about Trump doing so much for African-Americans, Trump ain't done a damn thing for African-Americans. What has he done? Yeah. He said what? African-Americans what? have the highest uh, uh, employment rate. He said that. He says that all we, the time. We, we all out of work right now. Everybody says that all the time. Okay. Yeah. But see, that... that that was that Before was COVID nineteen. Yeah, that yeah. was overload from some stuff that had done. He had done nothing to produce these numbers. Name Obama one thing yeah. he has right. done to produce mm-hmm. those numbers. He just wants to take credit for it. Yeah, so exactly. I'm not I'm not going for this. But uh, I'll tell you, man, if he wins again, it's going to be a lot of sadness, man. It's a lot of people going to find out what this guy is really about. Who won't? Who who's not facing who he really is now? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because this guy's next a, time. Oh, yeah. Oh, but yeah. you're going to see for sure next time. Because he ain't yeah. going to care about your vote. No, yeah. He don't need right. There you go. Yeah, and he ain't going to care nothing about his base or nothing. He's going to show his natural jack. <laughs> Orange. <behind>. Orange. Orange. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he is. You wow. got that right. And he's taking a victory lap from uh, Michael Flynn probably being released yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, from prison, and that's that's so amazing that the Justice Department are dropping the charges, and he pled guilty. Yeah, to so, pr- he, he perjured himself. <laughs> yeah, like he lied twice. Uh huh. <laughs> he lied twice, and y'all dropping the charge. What is going but on? He he lied for a reason, and the reason is the president. All of them are in there were tied to him. Yeah, Manafort, yeah, yeah. Cohen, Cohen. Mm-hmm. Flynn, mm-hmm. Stone, he all these people that's in prison. Stone, they're going to pardon Stone's going to get off next. Mm-hmm. Watch. Mm-hmm. And all of them were convicted because of their connection to the president. Now, the reason Cohen didn't get out is because they got wind of him with this tell-all book. Mm-hmm. And they said, yeah. no, no. No, you can't come out. Okay. Now, all of a sudden, he back in. Hey, this is amazing what they're doing, but you know. Oh, and you got to go back. Sorry. Now, <laughs> now we got to work from some people now. Now, I know. I know. I know. Yeah, I, know. I know. We know. Now, yeah, now. now, look, it's not my doing. I know. I know. <laughs> yeah, and you know he was going to tell it all in that book. You know yes. he was, because yes. he was upset. He's going to make a lot of the money. The ball guy. Mm-hmm. Now they're gonna find a way to shut him down. Some type mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. NDA. What they may do. Let me show you this slick move. Mm-hmm. Trump lawyers may go to him and say, "We'll get you out, but we need you to sign this NDA." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Whoever mm-hmm. was in Cohen's cell, um, please clean it out because he's coming back. Okay. <laughs> move move All right. stuff off his bunk. Uh, he, yeah, he's coming back. We're moving on. Uh, (laughs) Crazy man. In other world news, North Korea's dictator Kim Jong-un is back. Some say he vanished um, over coronavirus concerns. And others say he faked his death to expose who the traitors are. Huh? It's a dead. It's a dead. 
I don't want to talk to him, Tommy. <laughs> I said, dead for a real this time. First time, plague joke. Oh, peekaboo. Dead. <laughs> but this time, I said, dead. That's why they want to talk to him, Tommy. Uh, <laughs> peekaboo. I said, not today. Can you find me? <laughs> they said he was scared anyway, of they said, yes. They said he faked his death to expose who the traitors are uh, in his circle. Oh, no, it's not a fake. Ali, Ali, and Comfy, can you hide me? Come and find me. Oh, yeah, he is. He's dead. Ali, Ali, and Comfy. Okay, I'm stuck. All right, uh, thank you, I think. Coming up next, the nephew in the building with Run That Prank Back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, it is that time, ladies and gentlemen, for Junior's Mother's Day poem. We will hear oh. from him oh. at the yes. top of the hour. Oh, oh I got one for Mother's oh, You got oh. one, Junior? Oh. Thank you. Also, we'll have uh, today's national news with Miss Ann. But right now, it is time for the nephew to run that prank back. What you got for us, Neff? This right here is WCS. What does that stand for? Shut in. WCS. White Correction Service. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You need places like this. White Correction Service. Let's go. Come on, cat. Hello? Hello. I am trying to reach uh, George please. Who is this? My name is Marcus with WCS. Uh, call and see if we can actually try to uh, lend you our services. We understand that you're having a few problems and want to see if uh, maybe WCS can bring um, a better life to you and you can have a... a uh, an exciting life, better than w- the one you have now. Who, who is who is it? Who is WCS? We are with Wife Correctional Services, sir. WCS. What it is is we take your wives for a couple weeks and we reprogram them so that it's take my wife. Of course, you have to sign a waiver contract, but we take your wife and we reprogram them so that they will act in a fashion of what you want them to act. Oh, I, okay, man. Yeah, okay, whatever. Well, see, sir, what it is is that we've gotten <laughs> some we've gotten some reports that. You've been having some problems with with your particular wife, and, and man, I ain't never heard of y'all, man. Where you located at? We're here in St. Louis, sir. Okay. And, and don't worry, we're we're totally confidential. This is not anything that's going to get out. Um, and and your your names are never submitted. First of all, here's here's something we can do. I can ask you questions because we've been notified that this is probably a service that you would probably want. Now, um, has your wife ever snapped on you in public? Snapped on me. I mean, which I mean, she, my wife ain't crazy. She don't just snap on me. She might, you know, try to check me or uh, uh, say something. You know what I'm saying? She ain't just gonna snap on me in public. So your you know wife, your so your wife has tried to check you. Is what you're saying? I mean, not check me per se. I mean, she might, she might not like something I'm doing and might say something about it. But what, she don't what, just snap on so, me. You so, know so basically, your wife is not in her place where she needs to be. Hold on. I mean, what you mean in her place? I mean, she might say something. You know, I mean, I might be doing something or, you know, might be with my boys and might get out of control a little bit. She might just say something at the time, but she don't just try to all out check nobody. You know what I'm saying? Okay. 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 I'll tell you what. Let me ask you this one. Have you ever just had some plans with your guys, was going to go out and had to change your plans because um, your wife... I mean, well, I mean, if, 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 like, I'm just talking about hanging out and I ain't let her know or something, she might... 
you know, be like, well, baby, I already had plans. You know, can you stay home with the boys or something? Mm-hmm. But, I mean, not, I mean, nothing on the regular. You know, mm-hmm. I usually do what I want to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, seems like denial. Okay, here's another one, sir. Denial. Well, no, just uh, listen, hear me out. Now, let me ask you this. Um, has your wife, uh, let's say back when Michael Jordan was playing basketball, did you right. ever miss a playoff game on television because your Michael wife Jordan? wanted to watch something else? Nah, man, we got two TVs in my house, man. I wish I, nah, I don't even get down. I mean, I might have to watch the little TV. Okay. But, I mean, I usually watch it on the big screen so in you, the basement. Yeah, yeah. But, but you doing, you've been pushed to watching the smaller television. No, I wasn't pushed to do nothing, man. What I'm trying to tell you is, I mean, we compromise. We do 50-50 in my house. I mean, she might get the big TV to watch her stories or something, and I just have to go watch the little TV. The little TV do go out here once in a See, there we go. But, I mean, so, but so, I'm, but so, I'm cool with that, though. I'm cool with that. You're cool you know with what that. I'm saying? So you're, cool you're, with that. you're actually the one that's programmed, and you, you see, Ain't nothing wrong with my wife. Ain't nothing wrong with, with in my family. You I, know what I'm saying? I, I understand. Well, let me. the reason why I'm asking you these particular questions is because someone has actually let me know the problems that are at hand in your household. Let me ask you. I got one question for you. Here's what I want to ask you. Has your wife ever cussed you out at a family cookout? Hey, man, hold on, man. You know what, dog? You're getting a little personal, man. Is this even legal, man? I'm, I'm, sir, is this it's, legal? It's, it, it, I'm, I'm here. I'm here. Well, to... I ain't never heard of this company, man. Well, I have not. I've never heard of you. This, dog. this is something new. It's definitely. Well, I'm saying something new. I mean, what? Don't make me be your guinea pig. Don't, don't start out calling me trying to get, you know, referrals or clientele or whatever it is you're trying to do, man. Don't call me with this nonsense, partner. I, and, and I completely understand it. WCS, sir, is is here to benefit you. It's here to benefit. No to me, man, getting all up in my personal business, wondering what's going on in my household. Okay, well, last thing I want to ask you, and, and, and this is the last question I have for you. Like, like hey, I said, hey, make, it, make this the last one, straight up. Okay, have you, do you, do, do you buy your own clothes, or does she buy the clothes? Hey, man, you know what, man, this, man, you, whatever company this is, dog, don't call my house no more. And whoever put you up to this, whoever gave you my number, talking about my wife, Check me, uh, got me under control, got me on lock, man. You tell him too. Uh, don't call me no more with this. Are you? Are you in? Thing. Are you in denial? No denial, dog. Don't call my house no more. I'm gonna tell you what, George Foreman or whatever. It's Marcus. It's Marcus. Marcus. Whoever you are, George Foreman, Marcus. Hey, dog. I'm gonna tell you right now. I'm gonna find out where y'all located, dog. I'm coming down there and I'm gonna bust your. You're in my personal business. So you're ready. You're no. ready to retaliate on me, I'm but not. But you, my but you don't want to retaliate saying. on the problems you have with your wife. Retaliation, man. What I'm saying, you you call in my house. I'm, I'm minding my own. And you worrying about who watching what TV in my house and my wife checking me in public. All I want to, man. Hey, dog. Look, I'm telling you, Mr. Don't you want to watch the big television? Big TV, man. I'm comfortable with the TV I got. You know what I'm saying? It's in my room. I can lay across the bed, watch whatever. Want to whenever I want to. My don't you want to be able to go out with the boys when you want to? I go to? out with my partners, dog. I, matter of fact, you need to get partners. You call it asking these old dumb questions. What you want to do to me, your wife has already done to you. Wait, I see you got your damn number block. What's your phone number, man? Give me something. Tell me where to find you. Man. Why are you in denial? Denial, dog. I'm going to tell you what's in what's You need to get your wife checked in to wife correctional man. services so that man. you can live a better life. Uh, whoever are, man, y'all need to get a life, man. Can I get a life, man? Stop calling me, dog, for real. I, I understand it. Can I say one more thing to you, sir? Man, you can't say 
Listen to me, sir. Yeah, what? What? This what? is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your boy Justin. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> oh no! Hey, hey, hey! <laughs> okay, y'all got me, man. What is the baddest radio show in the land? You already know it's you, my boy Steve Harvey, doing it in the morning on the Steve Harvey Morning Show, partner. <laughs> bruh. Bruh. Huh? Talk. Bruh. Talk. Bruh. Let me hear. Bruh. You're brilliant. <laughs> bruh. Bruh. That's some New Orleans. Pick <laughs> yeah, up to everybody in the N.O. that's listening to the Steve Harvey morning. Yeah. And to Tyler Perry. He has a show called Bruh. He's from the N.O. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he is. Um, that's bruh. right. Woody. Yeah, right. Woody. That's it. Woody. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, we know Mother's Day is this Sunday. Uh, coming up at the top of the hour, Junior is here uh, with a Mother's Day poem. It came like a dream. Woo, hold on. Hold on. It's coming. Oh, it's going to be wack. I'm excited. <laughs> I can I tell. I hear I it. <laughs> right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. As we know, Mother's Day is this Sunday. Happy Mother's Day to all Happy the mothers. Day. All the mothers. Uh, within the sound of our voices. And, of course, our resident poet, step on up to the mic, Junior. Junior is here with one of his wonderful poems. This one is dedicated to mothers. I just want to say before he starts, not everybody uh, refers to him as a poet. Mm. Just wanted to say that. Raise your hand if you (laughs) My hand is way up. Why don't we just call him a man with some words? (laughs) Wow. I feel the love in this Wow. Come on, Junior. What you got? Go ahead, Junior. I wrote this poem here with um, my own mother in mind, but this is for all the mothers uh, for Mother's Day. But this really came from me just thinking about my mother. Here it is. Happy Mother's Day, all you mothers. May you get candies, gifts, and flowers. But we have not forgotten how you punished us for hours. Don't come out that room. Oh, I'm going to get you a gift because it's your special day. Because I failed a test one time. You didn't even let me go out and play. Play with that test you failed. Oh, you beat me for not washing dishes and woke me up out my sleep. And because you were mad at my daddy, my presence, I couldn't keep. We don't want nothing from him. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I got you something special because I'm not one to hold a grudge. Uh -uh. You made me wear a jacked up Haskell. And from that, you wouldn't budge. Junior, everybody wear Jerry Curls. (laughs) (laughs) Not Jerry Curls. (laughs) But you're my mother, and that's a natural fact. Hurry up, Mom, and open the gifts before I take them back. Happy Mother's Day to all the real mothers. The end. <laughs> what? Oh, what? Good, no. I don't like that one. On. I don't like Junior, that one. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> I wrote that with him. That was my mama did to me. You put the work in, Junior. I yeah. like it. Uh-huh. Play with that test you failed. <laughs> we don't yeah. love that. Uh-huh. You can keep, keep the presents from your dad. Yeah. yeah. We, we don't, don't want nothing, nothing from him. From him. Oh. <laughs> 
Why? I, I like to get it's a toy. Why? You wouldn't let me have a damn toy. Yeah, you not riding that bike. We don't need no bike over here. But Shirley, she said we don't want nothing from him. We right. Hell, I ain't on your team. That's my daddy. That's my daddy. That's a good one, Junior. You put a curl on your head, Junior. Dog, yeah. everybody wearing Jerry Curls Jr. <laughs> <laughs> you got good hang time. <laughs> Was it long you journey down Did your you back? Down to the shoulder. Uh-huh. Put your towel on no, before you father, go to church. No, no way. You you know, I had one. I had a jerk. I had a relaxing one. No, no, no. What year was it? No, I wasn't in high school with no curls. What year was curls? Curls was 80s. 80s. Yeah, I think. There's no way I'd have done that. I got a pair of my pictures. I know you had one, Jay. Man, all my I shirt, didn't have no money for no curls. I on the back. Every last shirt I had. Did you walk around with that bottle, Jay, shaking it? Yeah, man. Well, you know that was my routine. I did. Activator. Get your activator. Boy, when Jay did that on Def man. Jam, boy, that room tore up. <laughs> That was good with you. Good job, Junior. You got me on that one. That was good. Happy Mother's Day. Oh, yeah, Shirley. We're supposed to be. Come on, Mom. Oh, yeah. 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 All right. And, Steve, as we transition, time for today's headline. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Ann Tripp. Good morning, everybody. Here's Ann Tripp. And here's the news. White House spokesman says that President Trump and Vice President Pence and others will now be tested for the coronavirus once a day instead of once a week. That change coming after an aide to the president tested positive for COVID-19. It just shows you that the, the fallacy is what I've been saying. Testing is not a perfect art. No matter what you do, testing is not a perfect art. According to a new poll of 18 to 29-year-olds in the U.S., it shows that there's a growing enthusiasm for the political process. Authorities say this generation's interest in voting has been spurred in part by President Trump. Uh, The poll conducted by Harvard University's Institute of Politics finds that people under the age of 30 slightly more likely to vote in November than they were before the 2016 election. Civil rights organizations are calling for the arrest of the two men allegedly responsible for the murder of a young unarmed black man in Brunswick, Georgia, Ahmed Arbery, simply jogging in his own neighborhood when cell phone video shows him being followed by two white men in a pickup and shot at least twice. In fact, police say the shooters admitted uh, killing Mr. Arbery while supposedly making a citizen's arrest or trying to because he thought that Arbery was a burglar. However, Arbery had no burglar's tools, no stolen goods or anything. His mother, Wanda Cooper Jones, says what happened to her son is crystal clear. My son was not committing a crime. He was out for his daily jog, and he was hunted down like an animal and killed. One of the suspects, Gregory McMichael, is a former local cop and investigator with the DA's office. So two DAs had to recuse themselves from this case. The other suspect is Michael's son, Travis. Ahmad Barbary would have turned 26 years old today. California, one of the dozens of states expected to start partially reopening for business today now that the governor says that the Golden States achieved some key health benchmarks in fighting the coronavirus. The planned strike at dozens of nursing homes in Illinois has been called off for now. The nurses say that they've reached a deal with the owners of adult care homes. The union says it's worked out a tentative two-year agreement with management that projects work that protects rather workers as well as residents as the fight against the coronavirus continues. 
The nation's comprehensive job report for the month of April comes out today. It's expected to show the largest unemployment rate in U.S. history. Brace yourselves for that. The folks at FEMA, get this, now preparing to deal with hurricanes. Yes, hurricanes coming next. Forecasters say could be pretty destructive this year thanks to abnormally warm water temperature. Hurricane season begins June 1st. And today is pie-in-your-face day. <laughs> now back to Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, yesterday, the two men that killed Ahmad Arbery, the 25-year-old black man that was uh, killed while jogging near Brunswick, Georgia, well, they have been charged. They have Thank been arrested, you. and Thank they you. have yes. been charged, okay? First step in Months yes. later, but we'll yes. take it. Yes, yeah, it was father right and son, George and Travis McMichael. Uh, Travis's son was actually the man who pulled the trigger. Uh, this, my heart broke when I heard this. Today would have been Ahmad Arbery's 26th birthday. Wow. 26th wow. birthday. Mm. And uh, runners around the country are going to run uh, 2.23 miles. That's also the date he was killed. Uh, if you're wow. running today, please post inspiring messages. Uh, hashtag run with Maud, uh, M-A-U-D. Now, according to his attorney, Lee Merritt, um, the prosecutors actually have the option, if they choose, to directly go for the indictment and skip the entire grand jury process altogether, is what you said, Steve. Or um, Also, the 911 phone call was released yesterday. The 911 dispatcher uh, said she asked the male caller, what is he doing? But you can't understand what the guy is saying. Then there is then there is a second call to 911, apparently made by the father of the shooter, George McMichael, yelling to Ahmad to stop running. And then the second 911 dispatcher uh, asked him, "Sir, where are you?" The dispatcher kept saying, "Hello, hello, hello." Yeah, I heard that call. I saw you know this is, is isn't this the video where the father, now the son shot. Mm-hmm. Aubrey. Yeah. Yeah, yeah trap. The, the father truck. jumped out the truck. Ain't that a gun in his hand? Yeah, with a handgun. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So now, mm-hmm. what was he taking the gun over there to do? See, his father has to be charged with murder also. Because you're an accessory Agreed. to the crime. Agreed. Right. Listen, man, if you go to a if you go to rob a liquor store mm-hmm. and you the getaway driver, you sitting in the car. And something go wrong in the robbery inside and somebody gets killed, mm-hmm. everybody in that car, the driver or not, gets arrested and yeah, charged sure. with murder. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you don't drive them there, this guy doesn't get killed. Right. Right. The fact right. that something went wrong in there and you didn't know it was going to go wrong, that's got nothing to do with you being an accomplice to the murder. The right. father and the son have to be charged as murderers. Agree. Yeah. yeah. What about the guy holding the camera, Steve? That's him right. too. Now, him, yeah, him now, too. I, he was in a different truck, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. but you videoed mm-hmm. the crime. You but didn't you do anything there, to stop you, it. You, you with him too. Yeah. Well, but now, was he with them or was he? He, he was their friend. He was their friend. Wow. All right. Yeah. See, but well, if there's no communication of him going, we going to kill him, then I don't know. Yeah. All right, we'll continue this conversation when we come back at 34 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
All right, so yesterday we, we were talking earlier about uh, Ahmad Arbery, the 25-year-old jogger who was gunned down by a father and son. Uh, well, yesterday, President Trump offered his condolences to the Arbery family. Take a listen. You've seen the video and your reaction to that situation. So I'm getting a full report on it this evening. Uh, my heart goes out to the uh, parents and to the loved ones of the young gentleman. It's a very sad thing, but uh, I will be given a full report this evening. Haven't seen the video yet, to be clear. No, I haven't. Didn't even say his name. That's it. Well, that don't bother me. What bothers me is, okay, I appreciate you saying I send our condolences to the family. What I haven't seen the video or get a full report. It's going to be interesting to see what he says because he he uh, usually can find good people on both sides of the gun. Yeah, I was afraid. And you know, I haven't seen the video Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. he he man, there's some good people. Like all those uh, people that were in Michigan protesting with all the AK uh, rifles and everything, you know, he said, so, those are good people. They're just angry. They just and want so a haircut and go to a restaurant. Sometimes when they have these grand juries, y'all, that's the tone that's taken in these rooms yeah. when they're deliberating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, they're mm-hmm. good people. Sure. They were just angry. They saw this black guy running. And so don't let's not take a victory lap on this thing yet. Right, right. right. They were arrested. But we've got to keep the public outcry yes. up at the forefront. Right. Don Lemon can't stop talking about it. Steve Harvey can't stop talking about it. LeBron DL, King. Ricky Smiley, we can't quit talking about this man because all they did was get arrested. Mm-hmm. Even Ellen posted it on uh, her uh, Instagram yeah. today. She posted it on but the gram. Here's today. the thing. Here's the thing. Story. You know, I know, and everybody in America knows, video don't mean a damn thing. It don't Not mean a, anything. We, we, we saw that. Video right. We saw that video years ago. Video, and these people get off. So and, and video are white don't mean nothing. Only the ones allowed to become yeah. angry. They can. Yeah. They're the only ones. When Colin Kaepernick was angry, I mean, that was an uproar. He was the mm-hmm. worst person in America this, at the time. This I, incident I right here is why he took a knee. Bam. Exactly. Exactly. Bam, right Bam really Carla, for real. That's it. it is. Bam. That's the reason Colin, Carla said Colin Kaepernick was on his knee. That's right. the real reason, the injustice that keeps happening he to was, his people. That's what he kneeled mm-hmm. for. Mm-hmm. They flipped the script and turned it into it was against the flag and the military. All of that. All that. Yep. Yes. Wait a minute, man. But like I said yesterday in my closing remarks, we wish this was the country y'all be singing about. <laughs> huh. I really do, man. I really wish this was the land of the free, where we could freely sell a pack of cigarettes on the sidewalk in New York, where we could freely take a jog, mm-hmm. where we could freely cut our music up sometimes mm-hmm. without getting jog. killed about it. If we could freely jog. pull out our cell phone yeah. and just mm-hmm. talk on the cell phone, if we could freely just walk in our grandmama's backyard, even though it's dark mm-hmm. outside, mm-hmm. if we could be the land of the free, yeah. With the with the inalienable right to the pursuit of happiness, they keep throwing this Constitution up like it's a Bible. The Second Amendment, the Fifth Amendment, I plead the Fifth, the Third Amendment. They throw it up like it's a Bible, but when it comes to us <laughs> mm-hmm. having the same liberties, it all of a sudden apply. it's Those rules whoa, whoa, whoa. Don't apply. you can stand your ground. Right. What, yeah. right. what they got yeah. to do with me going to the store getting some Skittles right. and an iced tea and I'm 15. Mm-hmm. 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 See. 
Also, uh, Steve, Joe Biden sent out a tweet and said that Ahmad was killed in cold blood and his family deserves justice now. Uh, both father and son, George and Travis McMichael, were arrested yesterday, as we stated. Well, I mean, you know, this is a start, them getting arrested. Uh, this is definitely a start in the right direction. We don't know where it's going to go from here. We're going to have to keep our eyes on this story. And like you say, Steve, your voices, our voices are going to have keep to be talking heard. Yes, about it. and yes. Shirley, yes. I want white people in this country mm -hmm. to be as upset about this as they were when them people were scamming them colleges, getting them kids in college. They yeah. did not take their foot off the gas pedal on that. You're right, Steve. All right, uh, we're going to switch gears here. Coming up next, nephew Tommy will be here with today's prank phone call right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. A uh, subject, pretty young thing, PYT. Wait till you hear pretty this young one. Thing. Mm -hmm. But first, the nephew is here with today's prank phone call. What you got for us, Neff? Eight and two. Eight and two. That's yes. ten, right? Ten. Eight uh -huh. and two. That's what that's okay. that's what it sounds like. Like it sounds like an equation, doesn't it? But but it's eight and two. Watch this right here. Watch me. Watch 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 me work, man. Watch Someone this. Come on, prank. Come on, cat. Eight and two. Yeah. Uh, I'm, hey, I'm trying to get Samantha. Uh, yeah. Well, this this Sam. This Sam. Sam. Okay, Sam. All right. Hey. Yeah. Uh, okay, I thought it was Samantha. Okay, it's, it's, it's Sam? Yeah, it's Sam, man. What's up? Okay, uh, hey, my name is Calvin. I wanted to, uh, reach out to you and holler at you about, uh, about, uh, about your girl, right? Your girlfriend? Yeah, yeah, she is. Okay, how long y'all been together? We've been together about, about 10, 11 years. Why, what's going on? Well, listen... Me and been hollering at each other for like the last few months or whatever. I wanted to reach out to you. You know, didn't want to call you. She wanted me to call you. I wanted to tell you that, you know, didn't decide that she want to start hanging with me. I'm, she want me to come over to the house and pick her stuff up. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah, really? Really, that's what's going on. You calling me. She didn't told you to call me and tell me this. Basically, what I wanted to do, Sam, is just have a man-to-man -man talk with you. And just let you know. Yeah, that, girl, you, know. you, you, that, that, that's what, that's what's going on right now. Don't do it, because right now you just talking a bunch of b What's up? Now, what I'm saying is that, you know, I, I'm already making room for her at my apartment. I'm just trying to come up. <laughs> <and make sure. laughs> uh, listen, that, that ain't none of that. It is whatever. If you want to come get come get But it ain't going out. We ain't, we ain't going out without a fight. I'm not tripping. I'm not tripping with you, and I'm not tripping with her. But you come to my house talking about getting from my, out of my house, then it's going down. Me and you, me and you. So what's up? You coming to get us? Because I'm, I'm on the road right now in these trucks, but I'll meet you there. So if you coming to get us, come on with it. Okay, okay, hold up, though. Hold up, though. Let's back up. Because, see, like I say, I'm trying to have this, you know, where we ain't got to have no problem. All I want to do is come in the house and get her stuff. And pack it up so I can get it over to me. You think you just gonna come into my house? That I've been with all these years. You think you just gonna be? We just gonna be peaches and cream. You got me 
I'm telling you, dog, you come to my house, it's going down. And that's just that. She needs to be a woman. Why don't she bring it to me? Why she didn't bring it to me? You know what I'm saying? What's up? What's that, what, y'all want to be together now? Oh, she ain't no more. All I know is she was feeling me. That's all I'm saying. She was feeling me, you know. She's feeling and, and, you. Know, She's feeling you. I mean, do you have a problem with her leaving? Because that's her choice. You know what I'm saying? If she claims she want to be with me, that's what she wants. You know, I ain't knocking what nobody do. You understand? But what I'm trying to tell you is she telling me she want to be with me. So I'm just trying to get you to live. Uh, is it better for me and her to go over there while you ain't there and get her stuff? Dog, all this you saying now, I don't, I, I ain't got the rational thing with you. She needs to be the one telling me all of this. And since she can't do it, and you man, you man, you know, that's what you call for, man to man, come get her. That's all hey, I'm saying. Come hey, get her. Hey, 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 Samantha, Samantha, for real though. Hey, say man, hey, hey, say man, my name is Sam, man. I ain't gonna tell you that no more. I already told you that when you called, when you first called. Okay, Sam. So listen. Okay, well, hey, hey, you know what? I ain't even finna go back and forth with you. Didn't chose me. I'm finna come get her. Hey, all this you talking, you still on this phone with all that jaw jacking. If you wanna come get her, I didn't invited you. So if you wanna bring your over here, come get it. I'm Aiden too. Oh, I whooped Aiden two of them. Got me, but I tell you this much: two of them, like them, them two there, they don't wanna me no more. They don't want to rock with me no more. Drop and like I said, tell that come with you. She ought to be woman enough when she's behind the back in the background telling you to come tell me some. Ain't that some man? I'm a and you come because you acting like a boy too. I'm a flat. So what's up? Okay, well, look here. Let me go and say this here to you then. Can I, can I tell you what she told me? Man, you tell me whatever you want to tell me. Really, I don't what she told you, but what what's up? I just want to tell you, she told me to prank phone call you. This is Nephew Tommy <laughs> from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man. This is... <laughs> <laughs> Sam, you all right? I'm straight, man. I'm straight. Man, y'all wrong this, man. <laughs> Look here, man. Y'all had me ready. <laughs> Hey, I got to hear you say one more thing. What is the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land? The Steve Harvey Show, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know the rules, the pretty Tony. <laughs> Why are you still on the phone? I gave you the address. Why are you not over here? Homestead Cavalcade. That's where he at. Yeah, right man. Uh-uh, that's Homestead Cavalcade. <laughs> that's where he's from. When he said jaw jacking, yeah, he's like, yeah. Oh, this jaw jacking. That's H-Town, huh? In fact, in fact he'd heard enough of the conversation. Where right. you coming? Yeah, he heard enough. Oh, she won't leave. <laughs> i tell you what. i tell you what. You think. It's finna be peaches and cream. You finna just come <laughs> right, in my house. Right, right. Peaches and cream, yeah, yeah. Take some out of my house. I tell you what, if you come over here, listen to me, if you come over here, it's going down. <laughs> Don't hey, call man. me Samantha no more, man. It's Sam. No, yeah, it's that, Sam. That really, that really stuck it to him when you kept calling oh, Samantha. Oh, Samantha. Man, hey, hey, hey. I told hey, you when hey, you first called over here, my name was Sam. I ain't gonna tell you that no more. <laughs> <laughs> he said I'm eight This about him. <laughs> he said I'm eight and two and the two laws. They don't want to rock with me no more. They don't want to walk with me no more. <laughs>
They don't want no more. I'm eight and two, baby. I'm eight and two. But at least oh, he had a good sense of humor. Oh, that's what eight two means. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's what eight and what two means. Okay. Went over my head. I called it. What does it mean again? Say that what again. What does it mean? I didn't get it either. Eight that's wins, his win loss record. Lost. Yeah. Oh, had, she oh. won eight and lost two. Two. Yeah. <laughs> but them two that them two at Whoopman, they don't want to go no more though. They don't want no more. <laughs> you said I'm about one to be eight and three. You about to be eight and three? How about that? <laughs> Not what you want. <laughs> King of pranks. Keep it, keep it stupid, Sam baby. Sam from Houston, Tommy. It's Sam from Houston, Maine. Probably so. Yeah. yeah. If it, let me, if I go back and research the number, probably so. Yeah. Mm. All this jaw jacking. You hear jaw jacking. <laughs> that's, that's Texas all day right there oh, when you hear oh, jaw jacking. <laughs> no one says that but people from Texas. Oh, yeah. <laughs> y'all got anybody y'all want me to prank? Y'all got anybody I can put on my list? I'm, I'm taking all new ones, you know. Come on. Steve, when it, he could prank one of your frat brothers. You yeah, give me a good one. No, they not. Please uh-uh. prank Trump. Uh-uh. What? Let me prank Big Blue. They're not prankable? What? Yeah, they prankable. It's just the results going to be low. <laughs> they can't take a joke. Yeah. A joke. <laughs> a prank is a joke. <laughs> These people hey, ain't funny. What about Biggie Wigs, Steve? Oh, no. Oh, no. no, you're not going to get me to do that one. <laughs> no. No, because no, he, no, he, he don't even I'm do not apologies. Doing that. See, once you once the prank is set, we good mm-hmm. with that. Uh-huh. But this, hey, hey, this nephew Tommy, your wife got me to prank phone call you. He ain't gonna care mm-hmm. nothing about that. <laughs> it's on and pop. Because you know what he don't him. do? Apologies. Oh. If you were sorry, you wouldn't have did it. You did it. I caught you. Now you're sorry. So now I caught you. I got to do you. Oh, oh. No, okay, he coming. Well, he gonna he gonna fly yeah, to Houston. He's looking for you. Okay, yeah. well maybe not. All right, we'll think of somebody. All right, know, thank maybe. you, nephew. I'm not fooling with him. <laughs> coming up next, strawberry letters. Subject: Pretty young thing. Pyt. We'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, happy Mother's Day to all of the mothers out there. We certainly hope you have a blessed yes, and beautiful Mother's Day, Mother's Day from happy us Mother's to you. And uh, it is time now for today's Strawberry Letter. If you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your letter to uh, steveharveyfm.com, your Strawberry Letter. And uh, click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one. (laughs) That's for you, Jay. Right here, right now. Buckle up. Hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the Strawberry Letter. Thank you, nephew. Subject, pretty young thing, PYT. Dear Stephen Shirley, pretty I am a... Pretty young thing, repeat <laughs> after me. <laughs> I am a 25-year-old female that has been cool. dating a 55-year-old man for two years. He is the same age as my father, and he's very established, and he takes good care of me. He has three children that are around my age, and they don't seem to have a problem with us dating. I don't want to have any kids, and he doesn't want any more, so that's not an issue. Now that we've been together for a while, I'm starting to wonder what's next for us because I haven't been uh, talking to any other guys, and I would hate to waste my younger years on one man only to find out that I was only a hot young thing to him. I genuinely enjoy his company, and whenever we're out together, he dismisses other women's glares at us, and he makes me feel special. When we're around his male friends, he likes to brag on me. It makes me feel like the luckiest girl in the world, and I can tell he's proud to have a girl like me. 
He has taken me to two of his company's parties, but he did not give me a title when he introduced me to his co-workers. He just said my name and that was it. I wonder if they think I'm his daughter or if they know I'm his much younger girlfriend. I have told my father about this man, but I wasn't truthful about his age because I don't want him to judge me. Men my age are just not that this confident and charming. He says he likes how smart I am and our conversations are always on business and life and traveling, etc. We talk about everything but a future together. My friends think it's a new trend for older men and uh, he will get tired of me soon. Should I ask him if he's playing with my heart or is he thinking I might be the one? I don't want to run him off with my questions. Please advise. Uh, Uh, Okay, Uh, 30 years, that's a big, big age difference, okay? I mean, he's already lived like twice, two times your lifetime. So I'm sure he's bringing a lot of life experience with him to this relationship. But um, it, it sounds like you're way more invested in this relationship than he is, okay? For instance, you sounded so happy that he took you to two of his company's parties. Two parties in two years? Two parties in two years. Okay, that's nothing, all right? You said he didn't even introduce you as his girlfriend. And I, I know you couldn't have been happy about that. Um, he, he didn't claim you. He did not claim you at all. Not good, not good, not good. Uh, sounds like you want more from him, but uh, you're afraid to put it out there to him. Now, why are you afraid? Because he's so much older than you? Because he's the same age as daddy? Uh, so, you know, when you sometimes when you go to your dad to ask stuff, you're, you're a little afraid. So it sounds like a, a little bit like that you're dealing with that to me. You said you don't want to run him off with your questions, but you have questions. You have questions. How else are you going to get him out there? You got to ask him. You got to, you know, in all your 25 years, you got to be woman enough to, to ask him and, and go for what you want. You have to. You can't be scared like a little girl. You can't do that. Uh, you know, this is your man. You guys have been together for t- t- two years already. So that's what's going to happen if you, that's what's got to happen. You got to speak up for yourself if you, if you want to know what's going on. And why does he have to set those rules? How come you can't know what you want and ask for what you want? That's what a grown woman would do. Uh, so maybe, just maybe, you are his pretty cute, fine young thing, his PYT. All right, so you need to do a little more uh, uh, conversing with him, I'll say. I almost said conversating, like they say in these streets. <laughs> I did, but you need to uh, converse with him a little more. And, uh, you know, find out where his head is. But, you know, you need to figure out where your head is so you can get what you want. Steve? I I don't have jokes for this letter because this is a young woman. And when they write in to me, I don't like to play around with young women, especially when it comes to emotion. And we're talking about a situation. Pretty young thing. 25, dating a 55-year-old man for two years. He is the same age as my father, and he's very established and takes good care of me. You know why he's very established? Cause he old. He done have put a lot of time into getting established. He's established cause he old. Now you mentioned later on in the letter that they different from 25 year olds. Yes, twice as different. He old. Right. 
All right, he has three children that are around my age, and they don't seem to have a problem with us dating. There's two reasons they don't have a problem with this. Since he's established, he's probably helping them. They don't want to rock the boat. And the other reason they ain't said nothing to you is because they've seen this before. That's the two reasons them two them kids ain't got no problem with you. But you best believe they talking about your ass, though. Hmm. You can believe that. See, because they, they know what you want from him. Stability, well-established, money, trips. They know what you want. They trying to figure out what he want. And, and, and this is a bad look for you. I don't want to have any kids and he don't want any more. He can't have none. <laughs> What he's 55. What are you saying? Right. <laughs> Hold on, Steve. Hold on. Okay, we'll have part two of your response coming up at 23 minutes after the hour. Uh, today's subject, Pretty Young Thing, PYT. We'll get back into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, come on. Let's recap today's strawberry letter. Subject, Pretty Young Thing, PYT. I'm going to try to talk some sense into this young girl. She was, she's 25. For two years, she's been dating a 55-year-old man, same age as your father. He's very established. Like I said earlier, he's established because he's old. He got three children that are around my age, and they don't have a problem with us dating. That's because since he's established, he's helping those kids. They don't want to rock the boat, and those kids have seen a you before. A you. Yes. Another one like her. It's been one like you before. This ain't his first rodeo. Okay? So now... I, I don't want to have kids, and he don't want any more. Well, he probably can't have no damn more, so we ain't worrying about that right there. And the other reason he don't want no kids is he don't want to be dead before they born. Okay. <laughs> so that's not an issue. Now that we've been together for a while, I'm starting to wonder what's next for us. Here's the question, young lady. Why are you wondering that? See, once you start wondering something, you have to ask yourself, why am I wondering this? You know why you're wondering that? Because something is talking to you. Something is going, something's wrong here. Well, let's read a little bit more. I haven't been talking to any other guys, and I would hate to waste my younger years on one man. Oh, that's what you're wondering. Oh, I got it. Only to find out that I was only a hot young thing to him. Oh, that's what you're wondering, as you should. I genuinely enjoy his company, and whenever we're out together, he he dismisses other women's glares at us, and he makes me feel special. So what? He should. He lucky. (laughs) He got your little young cute ass on his arm. He know he too old for you. And that's why them women looking upside his head. What is this you doing? Mm-hmm. <laughs> when we're around his male friends, he likes to brag on me. Oh, yeah. Oh, man, look at her. Boy, look how she got up out that chair by herself. That's bragging. That's bragging. Wait, what? Boy, look at her. Got up out that chair by herself. So 55, you need assistance to get it. Look up at out her. Of she chair. don't even wear a pantyhose. Look at her. Pantyhose. <laughs> He bragging on you. Yeah, I got you. Okay, so now it makes me feel like the luckiest girl in the world. Well, that's because you don't really know what it feels like to be treated really, really special. And you haven't had any other experiences because you've been dealing with guys your age. You was dating the wrong one. So now this guy got you feeling like the luckiest girl in the world. 
if you're the luckiest girl in the girl in the world, why are you starting to wonder what's next for us? Because something is tugging at you, young lady. Okay, uh, it makes me feel like living a problem. And I can tell he's proud to have a girl like me. He's 55, you 25. Any girl. Yeah, you don't even know this, but he'd probably be happy to have any damn girl. <laughs> Thank you, Junior. <laughs> now, also, like you, he has taken me to two of his company's parties, but he did not give me a title when he introduced me to his coworkers. He just said my name, and that was it. I wonder if they think I'm his daughter, if they know how much, or they think I'm his much younger girlfriend. He ain't no fool. You know why he didn't give you a title? Because he don't have one for you. He's not going to give you something he don't have for you. What he going to call you? His fiance, his future wife, his woman, when everybody looking at you as a little girl. And when men love you, I wrote it in my book. Shirley gave me this lob. She would have said it because she knows it. It's the three Ps. We protect we provide, and we profess. If he doesn't profess his love for you publicly, it's because he probably might not have no plan for your love being around. So you don't have a title yet from him at the parties, and you don't have a title for him when y'all just sitting there having dinner by yourself. You've got no title, because he knows this can't last forever. He knows in his heart of hearts that you're going to go your own way. He's just going to play this out long as he can. This is a great little moment for him. Okay. I've, have, I've told my father about this man, but I wasn't truthful about his age because I don't want him to judge me. Oh, your daddy going to trip. Me and my age are not this, this confident and charming. They ain't that old either. <laughs> I'm just being real with you, little sister. Me and your age are just not this confident and charming, and they ain't that old either. They gonna get all the charm and confident in about 25 more years. Hell, they have it around, the dude get charming around 30. Ain't no charming ass 25 year olds. They don't even know how to be charming. (laughs) So true. It ain't no 25 year old charming ass men. You got to get up in your 30s to develop charm. You don't even know what the hell you doing at 25. He says he likes how smart I am, and our conversations are always on business and life and travel. It ain't ever about your future. We talk about everything but a future together, because there is none. My friend thinks it's a new trend for older men, and he will get tired of me soon. This ain't nothing new. Kings in the B.C., before Christ, Romans had young girls. This is not new. This ain't no damn trend. Should I ask him if he's playing with my heart or is he thinking I might be the one? You already know you're not the one. I don't want to run him off with my questions. You can't run a man off that wants you, young lady. Post your comments. Thank you, Steve, on today's Strawberry Letter. It's Steve Harvey FM on Instagram and Facebook. Please don't forget to check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. Now, coming up at 46 minutes after the hour, J. Anthony Brown is uh, coming up with his special Mother's Day poem. We'll get to that. Right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so guys, earlier Junior blessed us, I'll say, with a beautiful well, Mother's Day poem. It did good. Yeah, it, it, was, yeah. it was, yeah. I yeah. have to give it up to Junior. Uh-huh. It was good. Uh, <laughs> it did good. Uh, Steve, you want to add to that? Oh, about poem? Jay? No, Junior, no, we, have, we haven't version. gotten to Jay yet. You know, Junior, um, I was really a little surprised, and um, I was 
It was it was pretty good. It, uh, Thanks, not in terms of your poetry, but the humor was excellent. <laughs> uh, still think you're a poe poet, uh, but I thought that your the way you threw it and spun it, I thought it was like in terms of a uh, comedic yeah, genius was I thought it was superb comedic genius. You still need to stop calling your ass poet. Okay, well. <laughs> Well, and, the, and, the mothers and, and, on and the like show liked one. it, Junior. And and worse than you mm-hmm. is this butt we about to hear from. Yeah, right now. introduce your introduce your boy J. Anthony Brown, Steve. Yeah, yeah. come on, Steve. No, ladies and gentlemen, I just want to say whatever this is, <laughs> this is the first time I'm hearing it. I'm sorry. Thank you. Come on, Jay, with your Mother's Day poem entitled Uh huh, Mother's Day poem. <laughs> Right there. See, he's starting off great, Steve. Here's to you, you mother. For all you do not do, we'll be glad when your one term is over. Let's not make it two. Oh, you're a special mother. In fact, you're one of a kind. You never tell the truth because you're always lying. Salute to you, you mother. Enjoy your special day. We need everybody to get out and vote so your ass can go away. Happy Mother's Day, you mother. Oh! <laughs> I love it, Jay. Yes, yes, yes. You yes. brought it, Jay. Like you brought it. Yeah. Oh, that poem was specific. Yeah. I don't know what mother that was for. I don't know who we could have been talking about, though. Yeah. I don't know what mother that was for. Critique, Steve. Critique. Come on, critique, Come on critique. Steve. We need um, you now. I thought that the term of the use of the word mother was brilliantly done. So from the old comedian head on the show to the young comedian head, I give them both uh, my due and approval of uh, because they both showed uh, 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 moments of comedic genius right there. So I have to applaud them for their Mother's Day poem. And I don't have a favorite of the two. <laughs> all right, we got to run. Coming up at the top of the hour, Baltimore Ravens star uh, broke quarantine to hang out with his brother, and they went to a sex orgy. Uh, we'll talk about that right after this. What? Yeah, yeah, let's uh, talk about what? You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Earl Thomas, who plays for the Baltimore Ravens, broke quarantine to join his brother for a sex orgy. Uh, based What's on the his police, name? his name is Earl, Earl Thomas. Thomas. Earl oh, Thomas. Earl Thomas, the safety. Uh, yeah, I guess. Yeah. He yeah. played for who? Baltimore. Baltimore. The Ravens. Oh, Earl, no. <laughs> God, dog, Earl. <laughs> you know Earl. Oh no, Earl. Et. <laughs> oh damn! Phone home. What do you well, do, God? Though. Okay, now Steve. Based on the police report, his wife caught him in bed with other women. All right. So what had happened was uh, yeah. Earl and Nina Thomas argued, and he left the house. She hacked into his Snapchat to ID his location and discovered he'd arranged a hookup with a random woman. So she surprised her husband at the nearby Airbnb and held a loaded 9mm Beretta pistol to his head. She also pointed the gun toward the naked women in bed and yelled, quote, 
I got something for all y'all garden tools. Yeah. 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 Everybody naked? Pistol on the head? Yeah. yeah. God. Oh, man. Yeah. Police in Austin, Texas, arrested Nina Thomas for aggravated assault with a deadly weapon. Thomas asked for prayers on his Instagram. Things uh, you say when you get caught in the orgy. Yeah. <laughs> he said, but Father God, Lord, we need your help now. But wait, listen to what he said. He says stuff like this happens. Uh, we Lord, what? Earl. We, we Earl, try to Lord, live no. the best lives we possibly can, but sometimes... <laughs> It don't go as planned. That's what he don't. said. I, Earl, Earl, don't Earl, go Earl, 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 that's your listen, damn I understand what you're saying, dog. Get your ass off social media. Stop talking. Because I, you, dog, the counter conversations to what this statement is, we try to live our best lives, but something happened. What? I understand. Listen to me, dog. People, no. good people make bad mistakes yeah. all yeah. the time. I understand that. Yeah, you ain't, ain't no need. Ain't nobody finna pray for you, though, dog. Don't even ask for prayer right now. Can I? Can I? Say you got to get your wife out of jail. You can't let nothing happen to her. You got to get these charges dismissed or something. And dog, you gotta take full brunt for this one right here. Yeah, you gotta take full responsibility. But what he, he really naked, needs, Steve, what he really, really needs more than anything is a better event planner. That's what he needs. <laughs> you know what? No, no, is Jay, what he needs. What he needs, He needs to get this Snapchat off his damn phone. That's what he needs. Hey, Tommy, so let me ask you a question. How did he... So she picked up his Snapchat? She or? hacked into it and got the she location. And got the location. Mm-hmm. I didn't know it could GPS like that. Okay, so well, they was arguing. Yeah. Then he said he was going over his brother's. Mm-hmm. He left the house. Mm-hmm. Uh, he see, went see, to an see, Airbnb see. where they were having an orgy. And that's another thing. When you argue and you leave the house, take all the key. All the key. You so that way no one though. follows you. Can Get I just all say the car keys. I know this Uber. is wrong yeah, what his wife did. <laughs> I know it's man. wrong. Yeah, but no, I Shirley, know you're not finna. Shirley, but I'm not going to say. What you finna say? It was just genius. Genius on that Snapchat. Just genius. Steve, Steve, I'm going to have to go with Shirley. She put the work in to get back with that, man. She definitely put the work in. I'm really not talking about the Snapchat part. pure genius. It was just genius. I'm not talking about the Snapchat part. I don't even know what Snapchat is, but. Watch how many men get off Snapchat this morning. And you know what? I found out through my daughter, these kids, they communicate with each other through Snapchat. Like, they don't even need right. each other's phone numbers. Uh-huh. That's how they cell phone numbers. They could talk like that. Mm-hmm. So you know how to pee on everybody in that bed. You know <laughs> <how to> <laughs> All right, coming up, more music, more trending topics and headlines at 20 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, so... You were always giving advice. What kind of, how would you have gotten out of this situation with uh, Earl Thomas at the sex orgy and his wife catching him in bed with other women? So let me get this right. He Snapchatted and arranged to have all these girls come to this Airbnb. He ended up having a sex orgy. She hacks the Snapchat. She gets a Beretta and a car, drive down there, 
busts in the room, all of them naked. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. she got a gun to his head and said, I'll kill all you garden. I got something for all you garden hoes in here, too. Garden. Just, just say I mean, garden uh, tools. Garden tools. Garden on the front of it. If <laughs> yes. you don't say the word, you right. garden tools. <laughs> I'm sorry. Garden. A garden hoe though is a. Uh, that's what it is. It's a garden hoe. It is. So I, I mean, it, you it, don't need it, me yeah. trying to change that. But anyway, so now what I'd have done is you got mm-hmm. to think fast though. Mm-hmm. Now, what what stops him from thinking really fast mm-hmm. is that gun. Yeah. See that gun locks. It's your thinking. Your creative process is shot, but it's not after thinking. I'd have just jumped up and started screaming, Hey, Look at me here! And I'd have ran out the door real fast and just headed down the street, ass naked, hollering at the top of my lungs. Now, from there, I ain't got nothing for you. I don't know what else to do, but we got to get out this room with this gun. Uh-huh. All right, we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up at 33 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, yesterday, the two men that killed Ahmad Arbery, the 25-year-old black man that was uh, killed while jogging near Brunswick, Georgia, well, they have been charged. They have Thank been arrested you. and Thank they you. have Thank been you. charged, okay? First step in Months yes. later, but Let's we'll go. take it. Yes, yeah, it was father and son, George and Travis McMichael. Uh, Travis's son was actually the man who pulled the trigger. Uh, this, my heart broke when I heard this. Today would have been Ahmad Arbery's 26th birthday. Wow. 26th wow. birthday. Mm. And uh, runners around the country are going to run uh, 2.23 miles. That's also the date he was killed. Uh, If you're running today, please post inspiring messages. uh, Hashtag run with Maud, uh, M-A-U-D. Now, according to his attorney, Lee Merritt, um, the prosecutors actually have the option if they choose to directly go for the indictment and skip the entire grand jury process altogether, is what you said, Steve. Or um, also, the 911 phone call was released yesterday. The 911 dispatcher uh, said she asked the male caller, "What is he doing?" But you can't understand what the guy is saying. Then there is then there is a second call to 911, apparently made by the father of the shooter, George McMichael, yelling to Ahmad to stop running. And then the second 911 dispatcher uh, asked him, "Sir, where are you?" The dispatcher kept saying, "Hello, hello, hello." Yeah, I heard that call. I saw, you know, this is, is, isn't this the video where the father, now the son shot mm-hmm. Aubrey. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Travis. The, the father truck. jumped out the truck. Ain't that a gun in his hand? Yeah, with a handgun. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So now, what was he taking the gun over there to do? See, his father has to be charged with murder also. Because you're an accessory Agreed. to the crime. Agreed. Right. Listen, ma'am, if you go to a, if you go to rob a liquor store mm-hmm. and you the getaway driver, you sitting in the car mm-hmm. and something go wrong in the robbery inside and somebody gets killed, mm-hmm. everybody in that car, the driver or not, gets arrested and yeah, charged with murder. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you don't drive them there, this guy doesn't get killed. Right, right. The fact right. that something went wrong in there and you didn't know it was going to go wrong, that's got nothing to do with you being an accomplice to the murder. The right. father and the son 
have to be charged as murderers. Agreed. Yeah. yeah. What about the guy holding the camera, Steve? That's him not, too. Now, him, yeah, him now, too. I, he was in a different truck, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. but you videoed mm-hmm. the crime. You but didn't you do anything there, to stop you, it. You, you with him too. Yeah. All right, coming up, our last break of the day. Hmm. It is the last break of the day. All right, and then coming up, we're going to get serious with Steve and uh, his closing remarks at 49 (laughs) minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, here we are, the last break of the day on this Friday, which, like Steve says, is just like every other day. Um, Wow, been an interesting day, an interesting week. It has. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, prayers going out to the Arbery family for sure. Uh, and Steve, you're going to leave us with some closing remarks. Here we are. Yeah. All right. Let, let me do this because I was going to do another closing remark, but mm-hmm. I can't. So th- this is my remarks today. I'm trying to take a different tone about this incident because I think when we rant and we scream at the top of our lungs, they seem to hear us the least. When we march, they don't pay attention to us anymore because after the civil rights marchings, they stopped caring about the marches. Uh, And that's because we have so much social media now. So marches and sit-ins are not effective anymore. So I've decided to take a different tone to get America to be the America that it claims to be for all people. And so in my attempt to do that, I've decided to approach this and keep the theme going from yesterday that I'm just looking for a few good white folks now, Steve Harvey, why are you saying that? And before the haters start on me about this, I want you to know, you're wasting your time with me. Don't get on my Instagram talking about you got money, You the, why are you talking about you have made a success out of yourself, this is America. America has afforded me some wonderful opportunities to turn myself into something. I am not talking about that. I'm talking about the America that prohibits people from turning themselves into something. The America that frees people when they kill people who are under the Constitution with the inalienable right to the pursuit of happiness, which is not to include black men. Now, this is what I'm angry about. So here's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for a few, just a few good white folks to stand up and admit that this is wrong. And you know what I've decided to do? I've decided to ask you to just help us and care about us like you care about snow leopards. I want you to care about us like you care about the black rhino. I want you to look at us and care about us like you care about fur. Just that, just that. I'm even taking the human element out of it 
because maybe this will get your attention of what we mean by Black Lives Matter. What we're saying is Black Lives Matter also, just like fur, just like the black rhino, just like the snow leopard, just like dogs. You're running a full commercial every day. I can't even eat my dinner without that song coming on with all them sad looking dogs that's in them cages and everything. And we got to help these dogs. We just looking for a song for black boys. That's all. I want you to treat us like you treat polar bears. How about that? How about if you care about us like you care about global warming? That gets everybody's attention. Oh, I've got another one. How about if you just treat us like honeybees? I'm just looking for a few good white folks to just stand with us and be just as angry about our children dying as you would be about your children dying. If these were white boys dying instead of black boys, I bet you something would get done about it. Could you not? I'm asking for legal people with great legal minds who understand how this judicial system really works to come and stand with the Aubrey family and all of the other families that have lost black boys to injustice. I'm asking for the ACLU to get involved. Excuse me, I'm asking for the Jewish Defense League to get involved. I'm talking about organizations who have incredible resources for wonderful legal things. When those people get involved, things happen because now guess what? You can't run it up the flagpole to your friends because they got your same friends. I'm just looking for a few good white folks. I'm looking to see if Fox News would cover this in a fair and just way and just point out racism that everybody else see. I I, I was just wondering if Fox News would just cover it truthfully and just admit on Fox News, the one with Hannity on it, the one with Tucker Carlson on it, would you call this murder? I want y'all to care about this the way y'all cared about that college scandal when you were appalled that the rich would buy their children into college. Y'all didn't let that go to everybody got a conviction. I just want them same people. I want y'all to be as angry about this as you were with the NFL players when they decided to kneel during the national anthem. And must I remind you, this is the real reason they were kneeling. This one right here. I need news coverage. I'm looking for the Washington Post and the New York Times to come together because when y'all mad y'all really get after it and y'all get after the facts this is who we need to get behind these black men dying in this country and these police officers getting away with it and these ignorant people who call themselves vigilantes doing some type of citizen's arrest it was a murder the father and the son should be in prison Those are my closing remarks, and I hope this tone affected you. But if you're mad at me, just remember, I'm a polar bear. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 